What's up guys, before we get into this week's podcast, I just wanted to send a big shout out to the guys at Captain Jack's Prop Shack in Manchester. I completely forgot to mention them in our For the Love of Horror Into the Dark Scare Attraction episode. Those guys did an incredible job at building those sets, getting those props ready, so I wanted to send them a big shout out at the next opportunity I had, which was this one before this show even gets started. So make sure to go and check those guys out on Facebook, Captain Jack's Prop Shack, and without any further ado, let's get on with the show! Every town has a slasher street. Hello everyone and welcome to Slasher Street Podcast. My name is Ryan Devlin and thank you so much for joining me once again. This is a horror movie podcast, just one man sitting on his own talking about his love of horror movies. I hope you're all having an awesome week and welcome to the show. Uh, This is the 30th episode of Slasher Street Podcast, which is just crazy. Uh, This is something that I started earlier in this year just to kind of keep me busy you know through the weekend when lockdown hit this this thing was a absolute godsend for me keep me busy keeping my mind focused and obviously getting to me to watch a hell of a load of horror movies but to get to episode 30 i thought that was just an incredible milestone for us of the podcast and i'm really proud and uh yeah i wouldn't be kept on going without you guys listening so again thank everyone for joining me on this little journey as i go through all of the horror movies in our epic collection now, because it's the 30th episode, I wanted to do something a little bit special this week, and there were so many different things because I had so many ideas thrown around in my head because um, it was the 30th episode, so I thought, well, why don't I do an episode on a movie that came out 30 years ago this month? There was uh, Child's Play 2, who has just celebrated its 30th anniversary. Uh, Misery came out 30 years ago this month. Uh, it, the TV series with Tim Curry, both part one and two, came out 30 years ago this month. So there was plenty of choices, and I was very close to doing Child's Play 2, um, but then I looked at my calendar and I was like, holy shit, it's Friday the 13th this Friday, which will probably be the day that this podcast drops. So I was like, I need to do something Friday the 13th related. Um, but I also had all these other things I really wanted to do. So because it was Friday the 13th, I think that, and it was the 30th episode of the podcast, I thought this would be the perfect time to throw in this episode. Just a little bit of fun. And that is basically, we are going to be ranking Every single portrayal of Jason Voorhees, the main man himself in the Friday the 13th series. Not the movies, we're not ranking the movies, we are ranking the portrayals of Jason himself. Because I was thinking as well, it's Friday the 13th, and I did say to myself I wanted to do the Rank the Franchise episode for Friday the 13th, uh, on Friday the 13th. So I was kind of like waiting for that to come around totally didn't even think that it came around so quickly um so i was not prepared and uh, but, and i kind of said as well um we only just did a rank the franchise episode what like two or three episodes ago we did the halloween series for halloween so 
I didn't really want to do another Rank the Franchise episode, but I wanted to do something special for Friday the 13th. So I thought this would be a really cool, something different way of celebrating the day. Um, and I hope you're all going to enjoy Friday the 13th. By the time you're listening to this, whether you're going to watch uh, one of the films in the series, I know we are. We're probably going to stick Friday the 13th Part 4 on on, uh, on Friday night. Really excited about it. But, um, but don't worry about what I mentioned earlier in the show, because... I am going to do Child's Play 2 next week. So to celebrate the 30th anniversary of one of my favourite sequels of all time, Child's Play 2, we're going to do that next week. So don't worry about that. I kind of got your hopes up a little bit there because I know Child's Play 2 is in the heart of a lot of horror movie fans, including mine. I absolutely adore Child's Play 2. Um, and if this wasn't Friday the 13th coming up this Friday, that would have been this episode. So don't worry, that one is coming next week. We've got so much coming up on the podcast now between now and the end of the year. So we've got Child's Play 2 next week. I think we're going to do... I was planning on doing The Burning the week after that, so I think we're going to do that. And then it's Christmas! Christmas! It's December! So we're going to do loads of Christmas movies. Christmas horror movies, I should say in December. We're going to do Krampus. We're going to do uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. We're going to do Christmas Evil. We're going to do um, Black Christmas. We've got them all coming up. So like, this is going to be a great back end of the year for this podcast. And I'm super excited that you're all here to join me. And I hope you're all enjoying the episodes as well. So anyway... Let's get on with this week's show. Enough blabbering from me. Let's get on with this. So episode 30, we're celebrating Friday the 13th here, and we're going to be doing a Rank the Jasons. So not Rank the Franchise, Rank the Jasons. Um, So altogether, nine actors have played the role of Jason Voorhees across 12 movies. Now, That's crazy in itself, really, when you think about it. Between the difference between the Jason character and some of the other icons, you know, such as, uh, obviously, Freddy Krueger is always Robert Englund, apart from that horrendous, horrendous remake. Um, But that wasn't Jackie Earl Haley's fault. He did a good job. The movie was trash. He was actually pretty good, but whatever, you know. But for Robert Englund, he is Freddy, you know. Um, You have uh, Doug Doug Bradley, who's always Pinhead, Brad Dorif, who's always Chucky, um, but for and I suppose this is the same for Michael Myers, like masked characters, you can kind of get away with it. Um, but like twelve movies, nine different portrayals, which is insane. And one of them was Jason as a kid, so you know it's one of those. But yeah, what a difference between you know, some of the horror icons that we know in this one. And that's not to say that Jason is any lesser uh, of an icon than those. He's probably the biggest icon of them all. Yet he's had nine different actors portray portray him over the years. Now, what I want to say as well during this list is that I'm well aware that in certain different movies, multiple actors or stuntmen put the mask on and play Jason. I'm well aware of that. But for this list, we're only going to be talking about the main person who donned the mask. So, yes, there might have been a stuntman who did a couple of scenes here and there, but for the most part, in that one particular movie, that the one person was credited for the Jason role, and that's what we're ranking it on. So, again, we're not ranking it on a, on per movie, we're doing it per portrayal. So, for example, Kane Hodder, he has... Um, portrayed Jason four times, I believe. Maybe, yeah, four times. Um, 
but we're not going to be ranking his different portrayals in different movies. Kane Hodder is one entry. I hope that makes sense because especially like Jason Goes to Hell, like Kane Hodder played Jason in that movie, but he wasn't really, he was only in it for like five minutes. So I can't really rank him like based on that performance because it's like it's awful like because jason's only in for five minutes so i hope that makes sense whereas every every other person who has portrayed jason has only done it for one movie kane hodder's the only person who's done it multiple times um so i hope that makes a bit more sense as to where we're going with this um and what i like about the Jason Voorhees character is there are so many variations between each different actor's portrayal. Um, even though they're playing the same character, they all have their own style. They all have their own spin on things, their own mannerisms, uh, their own walk, their own look, their own way of kills, I suppose, their own way of killing people. Um, it's unlike any other icon and each actor has left their own mark on this character, which I just find amazing that even though so many people have played the character it hasn't diminished the character's reputation and for the most part every single actor who has played Jason has actually done a pretty good job as I'll get into as we do this ranking um they all and they all give him very different personalities which is another thing that we're going to get into as we go through this episode so just again quick caveat this list isn't my top friday movie list far from it uh, it's just the top jason list and there's definitely a difference between the two because i think people like say well ryan how can um you know this friday movie be so high up on your list but you think it's the worst portrayal of jason we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into it don't worry um i am also going to be including part five jason slash roy burns so hate me all you want i know that so i've only actually seen a few rankings of this obviously there's loads of rankings on youtube and stuff like that of the friday film series but i've seen very few rankings of the jason characters which is surprising because as i say there is such a difference between each version that it's not like i mean i've seen people rank the freddies and i'm like yeah there's kind of a slight difference but not not really. More of a difference between one and the rest. You know, one and two and then the rest. But four, five, six is pretty much the same character. It's the same portrayal. So it's different. It's difficult to really rank that kind of character. Whereas I feel like it's really easy to, to differentiate and rank the Jasons. So anyway, without any further ado, let's get into the list. Now, I want to say um, this is going to be eight down. So, honourable mentions before we get going, obviously, is to Ari Lehman, who played Jason in Friday the 13th, the original Friday the 13th, when he played Child Jason. I was very tempted to put him on the list, um, but he didn't kill anyone, and he was only in it for like five minutes, and a slight flashback with, obviously... Pamela Voorhees when she's talking about how her son drowned and stuff like that so I thought it would be unfair to include Ari Lehman in there because he would probably be quite low down on the list but he doesn't deserve to be you know if we were comparing it to the other Jasons because he doesn't have a lot of action um the the obviously the his the iconic the historical scene at the end of Friday the 13th where he jumps out the water um that's obviously one of the most iconic scenes in horror um so i just thought because he doesn't kill anyone i thought 
it's and he doesn't really play a huge role in that movie. He's really just the catalyst for, you know, Betsy Palmer's actions, you know, Mrs. Voorhees' actions. He's not the one who does the killing. Um, which is funny because I remember when I first watched Friday the 13th, I watched um, Freddy vs. Jason was... Was I watched Freddy vs. Jason first? Maybe not. Maybe I watched uh, Friday the 13th first. But anyway, I knew of the Friday the 13th series uh, as a kid and was like, oh yeah, I need to watch. So I just got the original on DVD and I watched it. I was like, oh, Jason's killing all these people. And it got to the end and I was like, oh, it's his mum. <laughs> that to me, even though like I, I didn't know that that was the twist. So... And I just thought, throw that out there. I know, obviously, I know that now, but I was only like 10 years old when I saw it and I was expecting to see Jason. But hey, what it's a classic movie. It's a classic movie. So honourable mention goes to Ari Lehman. And another honourable mention, I'm going to put this in here. Vincent DeSanti, who plays Jason in the Never Hike series. Again, I know that a lot of people include Never Hike alone in their Friday films ranking. But I didn't want to include Vincent in this list because, again, I didn't think that was fair on him, even though he did a great job. I think it's unfair to compare his portrayal compared to someone who did an actual theatrical, high-ish budget movie that was, you know, released by either Paramount or New Line Cinema. I just think that would be unfair to compare him. So I wanted to give him an honourable mention in there. And when we eventually do the Friday the 13th film ranking, I think I probably will include Never Hike in there. Uh, But for this particular list, I just thought honourable mention can't go wrong. So two honourable mentions before we get going. Two people who did a great job portraying the original Jason and, of course, putting his own spin on the Jason Lives character in Vincent DeSante. Uh, So yeah, honourable mentions before we get going here. So let's get into it. The top eight, we've got eight to get through, eight actors who portrayed Jason Voorhees over the years across all of these awesome films. So let's get into it. So coming in at number eight, the last one on the list, my least favourite portrayal of Jason Voorhees is Warrington Gillette from Friday the 13th Part 2. Now, putting this portrayal on the last on the list might be slightly controversial because I know that Friday the 13th Part 2 is highly regarded as one of the best Friday movies. And I would agree. I would 100% agree. So that is the first thing to mention here is this, just because Warrington Gillette's portrayal as Sackhead Jason, the first time that we see Jason as an adult, as the killer in the movies, as more of a hillbilly character, just because this portrayal is last on the list does not for a million years mean that Friday the 13th Part 2 is last on my movie list. Far from it. But for me... um, this is the weakest portrayal of Jason. And I'm sorry to say that, but Sackhead Jason is my least favourite and, to be honest with you, least scary version of the character. Um, I do enjoy Runner Jason. I enjoy that he runs around with his pitchfork and everything in this movie. Uh, I enjoy the POV kills um, that are in this movie. Um, But when we actually see Sackhead Jason, it's just quite underwhelming because we'd heard all of these things. It all builds up throughout the movie of, oh, Jason this, Jason that, you know, the legend of Jason. He saw his mom get beheaded. He's alive. He's coming to kill us. And by the time we get the reveal of what Jason actually looks like, it's just with with the sack on. I think I think when we 
get the final scene of the movie where he jumps through the window and we see his face. I think that's awesome. But Sackhead Jason just doesn't do it for me. He's really clumsy and uh, altogether feels weak. And I'm not bigging myself up here, like, by any means, but Sackhead Jason from Part 2, I genuinely think I could kick his ass. And I can't kick anyone's ass. So, (laughs) like... I feel like if I was in Friday the 13th Part 2, I would have a, and it was real life, I would have a great chance of surviving. Um, because this guy is clumsy, like, um, is it Ginny? Ginny, is she the main girl from Friday Part 2? She gets the better of him, like, two or three times in a really short space of time. Um, it, yeah, he just isn't, he just is, for me, quite weak. I don't enjoy the clothes. I feel like basically someone just took um, the clothes from the uh, Farmer Vincent in like Hotel Hell and put a sack on his head. And it just doesn't. It just doesn't really do it for me. And um, I understand why people have their apparatus. Why people don't like this because it isn't hockey mask Jason. But I think. There is ways to do Sackhead Jason. I mean, look at Derek Mears. When we see Sackhead Jason in the 2009 movie, he's awesome. Like, he is awesome as Sackhead Jason. And the sack looks good. The sack in this looks really baggy, really weak. It's it's just not... It's just not for me. Now, I, and I do feel like in part two, Jason wasn't really thought out that well. Um, it was more of a, oh shit, we need to make a part two. Mrs. Voorhees is dead. What are we going to do? Well, we kind of mentioned Jason, so let's kind of make him an adult all of a sudden, even though it's only a year later. It's very... I mean, we don't know. I think Jason's meant to be like 18, 19 years old in this movie. He looks a lot older than that in the... Is he 18, 19? Maybe he's maybe in his 20s when you think about the timeline, but... um, yeah, he looks a lot older than that. And he's just starting out on the... This is just the start of the Jason journey. Uh, but it just feels like a random killer. It doesn't feel like an icon. It doesn't feel like Paramount were going, right, we're going to create a new horror icon here in Jason. Because obviously they had the money for it and they probably knew from the off that it was going to make a lot of money and that they were going to make a third one. I just think it's just completely off. Um, again, not my least favourite movie, it, not by a long shot, but unfortunately, Sackhead Jason, Warrington Gillette, is my least favourite Jason out of the lot. But I must say a caveat here as well, I, although he's my least favourite and I feel like I could kick his ass, I still watch Friday the 13th Part 2 regular, and... I I do enjoy aspects of this version of the character. In fact, I enjoy pretty much all the portrayals for the most part. There's things I don't like here and there, but for the most part, I do enjoy all of the different aspects of the different characters. So even though it sounds like I'm shitting on Warrington Gillette, I do think Friday Part 2 is an awesome sequel, and I do uh, really enjoy that movie for, for the most part. So... Coming in at number seven, we have Ken Kersinger from Freddy vs. Jason. Now, this isn't actually a bad portrayal for what it is. I think the main problem is with this portrayal is it's not Kane Hodder. 
And I feel like Ken Kersinger gets a lot of hate from the Friday fandom because basically he doesn't really put his own spin on this character, like, at all. He's basically just this giant-ass dude who's super intimidating, and um, it feels like he just did what the director told him. Like, we want you to, you know, walk really slow, and, you know, we want you to be a big fucking monster dude, but there's no soul there. There's nothing... It feels very hollow, if that makes sense. It feels like that is Jason, and I'm looking at Jason, but it just feels very hollow, and there's no personality to this version, in my opinion. We've gone from, you know, Six with C.J. Graham, which oozes personality, to Kane Hodder, who put his own spin on everything, to this one, and I'm like... Uh, it just doesn't work. Now, I totally understand why they went down this road, why getting Ken Kersinger in, because as I say, he's massive, he's huge, he's a giant motherfucker, incredibly intimidating, especially compared to Robert Englund, who is much shorter. And, you know, they have that whole aspect of, you know, well, we wanted Jason to have the height advantage because Freddy's going to have the, the wits advantage and stuff like that, but... There is things, there is, you know, trickery that they could have done to make Kane Hodder look bigger. And I actually never really noticed Kane Hodder being too small as Jason. I don't know, I maybe didn't notice too much, but he still feels big, even though Kane Hodder is a smallish guy. So they could have done something with this. And I feel like that would have been a really nice thing to do because... Obviously, Robert Englund was signed up to do Freddy vs. Jason. Who else could do it? And I feel like Robert Englund really wanted to do it with Kane Hodder and Kane Hodder has publicly came out and said he really wanted to do it with Robert and I think that would have really been awesome to have the people who portrayed the character the most obviously up to this point only Robert had done Freddy but to have the two people who portrayed the character the most fight off against each other in this crazy movie idea I just think that would have been great but obviously it wasn't meant to be now I say Ken Kersinger is Jason it just feels very slow very zombie-like, very robotic, but there's some awesome kills in this movie, don't get me wrong, like, he's, Jason performs some awesome kills with the bed scene, uh, when he's in the, the big, the, the field with the stoner, as he just switches his head round, and when he's fighting Freddy, he is an intimidating guy, uh, he's a big, big guy, um, and I just think, but it just feels like he's a stock Jason, uh, and I say, unfortunately, Ken, for me, just didn't really put his own stamp on the character. Um, but for what they were going for with the height advantage, they were trying to make Jason like this, the size difference, it did work. But unfortunately for me, it didn't work personally. And I feel like us Friday fans, for the most part, have always got this question now of what would have been if Kane Hodder had got this job and was able to portray Jason in this movie and unfortunately I feel like it would have been a lot better I mean I enjoy Freddy vs Jason J- Freddy vs Jason is an awesome awesome movie but it could have been better with a better portrayal of Jason that, I think that's people's very one of the very only few criticisms of Freddy vs Jason is the Jason portrayal but It is what it is. So coming in at number seven, Ken Kersinger, Freddy versus Jason. So coming in at number six, we have a controversial one here, especially 
because of what was before it. Uh, and that is Tom Morgan, who portrayed Jason slash Roy Burns in Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. Now, I can already see the eyes rolling. You know, people say, oh, well, he wasn't really Jason. It was, he was, you know, it wasn't really Jason. Well, actually, Tom Morgan portrayed Jason in Tommy Jarvis's dream scenes. So I think that kind of includes it for something. But he also played Jason slash Roy, in the majority of the scenes that that was filmed. Now, I know he had a stunt double who did some scenes as well. I said that at the top of the show. But for the most part, Tom Morgan played Jason both in the dream scenes and when he was Roy Burns for pretty much the whole movie. So, um, but I actually think this portrayal of Jason slash Roy, whatever you want to call him, is awesome. I really do. Um, from here on out, I'd say I love all of these portrayals. From me. I like the ones before, and I can live with them, but the ones under, like from six down, I, I love them all. Um, I think it's a great... I actually am one of the few people who really enjoy Friday the 13th and New Beginning Part 5. Uh, I enjoy the, the ballsy twist that they took on it, um, and I think Jason... It, this is the most kills in any Friday movie. And... Like, Roy, or Jason, let's say Roy, because that's who it is, um, he, he ups Jason quite a bit in this movie. Like, he kills more people in this movie than I think Jason killed in 3 and 4 combined. Possibly even 3, 4 and a little bit of 2. I think it's like 16 people die in this movie. Um, obviously, one of them is killed at the start with the axe that isn't Roy or Jason. Uh, this is where the line blurs, because... <laughs> For the most part in this movie, you are led to believe that it is Jason until the very end where it's the reveal that it's Roy Burns. So that's why I personally feel that Tom Morgan, you know, channeled his inner Jason and he was modeling the character on, you know, four and five, sorry, three and four's version of, uh, of Jason. And he was really trying to work with those mannerisms because we as the audience weren't going to know until the last five minutes and then they would unravel the story. And yes, for the most part, it doesn't really make any sense. But um, but yeah, when Tom Morgan is Jason and he we see him and we think it is Jason, he does an awesome job. Now... Regardless of whether you you know whether you like the copycat Jason idea or not, I think it works well for this one-off movie. And um, you've got to remember, this movie is like ninety minutes long, and for eighty minutes of that movie, you think it's Jason. So, and when you see him, he looks like Jason. So, and he walks, he acts, he kills like Jason. So that's why Tom Morgan has made this list, and I have included it. Because it's my list and fuck it, I can do what I want. <laughs> um, but I, I do think genuinely he he deserves to be on the list. I think this is an underappreciated Friday movie. I think it's a, one of those ones that again took the risk. And people now are really starting to show this movie love. But for a long time, people hated this movie because it wasn't Jason. Well, if, if it was revealed to be Jason, would you have what would your opinion on it be you know that's what i like to say because if you watched this movie and it was revealed at the end that it was jason like really it's only the last five minutes that you know you don't enjoy the rest of the movie is damn awesome so yeah that, that for me and thankfully this movie is starting to get quite a lot of love now so yeah it's um 
a fun watch and Tom Morgan for me does a great job so coming at number six Tom Morgan as Jason slash Roy Burns from Friday the 13th part five now coming at number five five and four are pretty much equal for me so I was really didn't know where to put these so anyway but coming in at number five we have Derek Mears who played Jason in Friday the 13th the 2009 remake, quote-unquote remake. The thing is about this this remake is um, only the t- first 20 minutes of the movie is a remake. <laughs> like, the rest of the movie is just a Friday the 13th sequel. Like, it really is. There's the, fr- the first 20 minutes, you know, where we kind of rush through a blend of one, two, and three, kind of. Um, like, that's a loose remake of the you know it's the first three movies combined but the rest of the movie has literally nothing to do with a remake at all like it's just a friday movie um so i find that yeah i find that funny that you know it's it's a 20 minute remake followed by like 70 or 60 70 minutes of a new friday movie that's that's the way it is but anyway uh, again but this one might seem a bit controversial because i know a lot of people regard Derek Mears is one of the best Jasons and maybe should be higher up on the list. But not for me, because as I say, um, I enjoy the shit out of that first 20 minutes. I think that first 20 minutes of the Friday of the 13th, 2009, quote-unquote remake, um, is the best 20 minutes in a Friday movie since probably part six. It's awesome. I absolutely love the opening to this movie and sometimes i just knock the first 20 minutes on because there's some characters in the next the second part of the movie which is the actual movie part which i just cannot stand i like jason but some of the characters in that movie are implorable they are awful uh really difficult to watch and um but that first 20 minutes man i sometimes put it on and watch that 20 minutes and just kind of treat it as a short because it's fucking amazing. Like that first 20 minutes where we run through Pamela Voorhees getting killed. We run through Sackhead Jason, Jason getting his mask. I fucking love it. It's amazing. Uh, and for me, as I say, regardless of that, even though I hate a lot of the characters that are in this movie, Derek Mears does an awesome job. Some would say he should be higher on the list, and I'm really trying to find that balance where I don't judge the Jason on the movie, but in this situation, I kind of have to, um, because whilst I think Derek Mears does an awesome job, I can't take that away. I can't take that away from the fact that the majority of this movie I'm not a huge fan of. Even though I love the opening, I'm not a huge fan of the... Um, of the rest of it uh, but he is brutal as hell in this movie like Derek Mears really takes this back to a personality of Jason because we see uh, obviously Ken Kersinger's version in Freddy vs Jason which has no personality to this version this is probably the dead the not the deadliest but the the smartest Jason or one of the smartest Jasons because yes he's deformed but he's all there. Like, for the most part, this Jason is all there up top. And he, like, lays traps. He's more of a hunter than, like, just a killer. He's he's just got this crossbow. He's got the 
um, all these traps laid out for people to for him to catch people. He's super strong, like the axe, the the javelin. Like this guy really puts a fresh spin on the Jason character. And I would actually really like uh, to see Derek Mears maybe get a sequel. I don't think we're going to because of all of the court rights and all this shit with the franchise at the moment. But I would really like to see Derek Mears give this another go and maybe have a, a sequel. Or They can't remake the remake, but I think Derek Mears does a great job in a not-so-great movie for me. Like, They'll say the opening is awesome, but the rest of the movie not so much. So if they could do something with Derek Mears and like, I don't know what, maybe a, I don't know, I don't know what. I would have loved to have seen a bit more of the first twenty minutes expanded for the movie. Uh, so maybe they could do something, but I would like to see. I think Derek Mears gets a lot of praise, rightly so, because he does an awesome job. Um, so, but as I say, not, not too high on the list because I'm not huge on the rest of the movie. But for me, everything else is great. He does a brilliant job as Jason. Um, as I say, completely different to all other portrayals. Uh, and that's why he's quite high up on the list at number five. Derek Mears from the Friday the 13th, 2009 remake. So coming in at number four. Now, I did say this was going to be controversial um, because this one I actually think is on a level par with uh, Derek Mears. And the reason is Derek Mears as a Jason is awesome, but in a not-so-great Jason movie. So I think if they'd put Derek Mears in, like, Freddy vs. Jason, or if they'd put Derek Mears in Friday Part 4 or 3 or 6, he would have been awesome. And the same kind of goes for this next one. So coming in at number four, get your guns out, everyone. (laughs) Kane Hodder, who played Jason in Friday Part 7, 8, Jason Goes to Hell, and Jason X. So I know this is a controversial one because Kane Hodder is... Every, for them, a lot of people's favorite... Not everyone, but a lot of people's favorite Jason. Um... He's a lot of people's favourite. And when you talk about the character of Jason, it was I was talking to a friend not too long ago about... I think we were talking about the remake. I can't remember. And uh, we kind of got on topic of our favourite Jasons. And he was like, oh, it's Kane Hodder. And I'm like, is it really? Because it that's... Because it, it's not mine, you know? <laughs> like, and I was like, I can't... And, but it kind of is that stock answer. It's like, oh, Kane Hodder is everybody's favourite Jason. The, the, the main problem is... Now, naturally... Let's put it this way. Naturally, Kane Hodder is the only man to play Jason more than once. Not just once, but four times. So, it's only natural for people to say he is the best Jason. Because he's he is, you know... He's put his stamp on the character. Kane Hodder's great. Don't get me wrong. There are traits that Kane Hodder has given Jason that everyone knows and loves because of his portrayals. You know, the slight look to the side before he walks, the heavy breathing, the Jaws-like kind of atmosphere around the character, the brutality. Kane Hodder is awesome as Jason. But where unfortunately for Kane Hodder where he goes down is the fact that he plays Jason 
in the worst Friday movies. I'm sorry if that if you don't think that, but Jay, Kane Hodder plays Jason in the trashiest Friday movies in the whole series. Part 7, he's probably his best one. Part 8, Jason goes to Manhattan. Fucking hell, man. Like, Jason goes on a boat to Vancouver. He doesn't go nowhere near Manhattan, man, in that movie. Jason Goes to Hell is trash, in my opinion. I can't stand that movie. I'm a big fan of Jason X. But I understand why people don't like it. But when you compare it to the other films in the franchise, they just don't stand up, unfortunately. And very much like Derek Mears, uh, the movie that he portrays Jason in lets him down. And unfortunately for Kane Hodder, for me, in my opinion, unfortunately, he plays Jason in the worst Friday movies. And that really hinders him. Now, had he played Jason in Friday Part 4, had he played Jason in Freddy vs. Jason, which was a much better movie than all of the movies he'd done previously, had he done Part 3, had he done Part 6, hell, had he played Roy Burns in Part 5, I think, would my opinion be different to Kane Hodder? No, because I still, I'm not saying he's a bad Jason. I'm saying he's an awesome Jason in bad movies. And I, unfortunately, that does let him down a little bit. Um, but even so, I kind of was writing this list this afternoon and I was thinking, well, if Kane Hodder was Jason in those movies, would I have him higher on my list? Probably not because of how awesome, I, how much I love 3, 2 and 1. But I feel like the reason that Kane Hodder, from other people's arguments, is the reason he is number one on all of these people's lists is because he played them, played Jason the most. And yes, while that is a valid argument, he also played Jason in the worst Friday movies. So, like, quality over quantity, in my opinion. But hey, um, that's just that's just the way. The way it is, and unfortunately, that's that's why he sits perfectly in the middle. He sits perfectly there, number four, um, because whilst he kept the franchise alive with his portrayal of Jason, it was just in bad movies. So he's awesome. His he is up here. He's like a ten, and the movies are like a two. So meet in the middle. He's middle of the road for me. Um, but as I say, even if he was. Jason in better movies. Put it this way. If he was Jason in part four and Ted White was Jason in part six. Oh, sorry, part seven. I still think Ted White would have carried part seven. So it's difficult. It's difficult to separate the movie from the character and the portrayal. But for me, Kane Hodder sits nicely at number four. Again, I love Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder's the man. Fucking horror icon in his own right. Hatchet, you know, Victor Crowley, Jason. He's done shitloads of other stuff. And um, But unfortunately, the movies that he plays are my least favourite in the Friday series. So we're down to our top three now. So coming in at number three, we have C.J. Graham from Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. The first time we see zombie Jason is through C.J. Graham. Now, he was a stuntman who didn't really do anything before or after this. Like, he's like, this is his only role. He's maybe been in a couple of other things. 
But uh, CJ has really made a name for himself in the horror scene based on this one movie and based on playing zombie slash maggot head Jason or Carpenter Jason, um, however you want to call him. Now, this is one of the most iconic portrayals of the character in this franchise. From him waking up in the cemetery with Tommy Jarvis waking him up to the bus crash scene to the stalk. Like, he really... This is where Jason becomes stalking Jason because before this we had human Jason who had speed, he had strength, whereas this is the first time we had invincible, slow, stalking Jason. And I love this one. Um... The open, I say the opening to this movie with Jason comes back to life, incredible, regenerating that shot of him with the uh, with the with the the cemetery gate post and the lightning rod, awesome stuff. Now, yes, this is probably you know the most comedic version of the character that there is. It's the most comedic and family friendly Jason movie out there, um, and a lot of people may not appreciate that, but for me. It works really well with the overall tone of the movie. And of course, if you're a fan of Never Hike Alone, this basically picked that movie basically picks up in this world um, of Jason Lives, but that's not much to do with the <laughs> CJ Graham portrayal. But yeah, um, I just think this is incredible. This is the Again, um, Kane Hodder picks up where where CJ left off with the whole stalk, but he kind of gives it his own little bit of something. Um, but yeah, this is zombie Jason. This is awesome stuff. And I just think it's a really fun portrayal. I just think this is a super fun movie. And uh, every time I see it, I think the, the kills are great for the most part. A lot of censored, of course, as they were for the opening six movies in the franchise, unfortunately. But yeah, I think the kills are really good. I think Jason is, although comedic at times, he is quite scary. Like that final scene where he's stalking that cabin with all the kids and he has that final showdown with Tom Matthews. Just awesome, awesome stuff. And because um, I think, um, was CJ Graham, he was a stuntman, but he was also like, a, he was in the Navy or he's a, he's a Marine. So he has that really big Marine build to him. Yeah, it just works really well. So... One of my favourite portrayals of Jason, easily in the whole franchise. So coming in at number three, we have C.J. Graham from Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. So coming in at number two, we've got two left. We have Richard Brooker from Friday the 13th Part 3. And we have Ted White from Friday the 13th Part 4. The... I've totally forgot the tagline. I'm sure I wrote it down. <laughs> Friday the 13th Pipe 4, the final chapter. Fuck's sake, it's getting late, as it always is when I'm recording these damn things. I should do them earlier, but that is the trials of having a little girl, where you cannot just take an hour out of your life to record a podcast because they want to play with you all the time. So, um, anyway, that's why I do this really late at night when everyone's in bed. Um, so, it's between these two incredible portrayals of Jason. Now, this was super difficult to pick against because I love both of these. I think they're incredible. So anyway, let's just do it without any further ado. My number two, my second favourite portrayal of Jason in the Friday the 13th series goes to 
Richard Brooker, who plays Jason in Friday the 13th, Part 3D. <laughs> uh, now, this for me is where Jason becomes Jason for me. Not just because of his iconic hockey mask, but the ho- it's the whole package. Uh, his brutality. Obviously, we've got the bald-headed look. Um, human Jason is a scariest Jason for me. And, you know, you can't outsmart Human Jason. You can kind of outsmart Zombie Jason, but you cannot outsmart Human Jason. He's super strong, super crazy, and he just wants to hunt and kill you. But the difference between this portrayal and the portrayal from part two is night and day. It's just two completely different things. What's crazy about that is that these movies were meant to happen the next day. So, as I I think I said in my Friday Part 4 review, we had um, Friday Part 2 ends, and then Friday Part 3 pretty much starts straight away. And then Friday Part 4 starts pretty much straight after that. So, this 2, 3, and 4 all happen within, like, 3 or 4 days of each other. Like, they are really close. So, somehow Jason got himself a little haircut. (laughs) Changed his clothes. Well, we see him change his clothes, actually. I'll give them that. Um... He takes off his old dungarees and gets on the um, kind of the not the boiler suit. It's like you know, the full the full shirt and shirt and pants look. Um, but yeah, the difference between this and part two is just incredible. Like I could never in a million years kick this Jason's ass. I would be one of the first people to die. He's super brutal. And just an awesome, awesome portrayal. Richard Brooker does an amazing job. I also love the look of Jason without the mask on in this movie. I think that is creepy, creepy, creepy as hell. Especially the scene at the end where Jason's looking out the window and he's laughing and waving and headbutts the window. And oh my god, that shit gives, gave me nightmares as a kid. Like he was... Especially when he had the axe wound in his head. Man, awesome stuff. Now, Richard Brooker really sets the character on its way to become the one we know today, the pop culture icon. This is one of the scariest versions of the character. Um, Not the best, as we know, but definitely probably one of the scariest. And um, see that final scene in the end of part three is just one of the most tense where... He just keeps getting up. She hits him with an axe. He keeps getting up. And eventually she finally gets him. And down he goes. Um, but just amazing, amazing stuff. Friday the 13th Part 3, obviously, we see Shelley. He gets uh, Jason his mask. One of the most annoying characters in the history of horror movies. Like, he's no Franklin. But um, he's pretty annoying. Um, especially like they try that clown character, which is again why part four is so much better because the clown character in part four is just head and shoulders above anything they do in part three. Um, but anyway, yeah, Jason Voorhees from part three, just, I can't say enough good things. I can't say, the only thing I don't like about this one, and I I think it's part three, I'm fairly sure it is, where like Jason... He's meant to have tried to rape someone, or he did rape someone. I feel like that doesn't really fit the MO of the character. Like, but it's very strange. Like, it's, oh my god, like, this guy tried to rape me. It's like, what? Like, Jason did it. We see him without his mask on, and... Yeah, I I think that bit kind of... 
ruins it a little bit. But um, apart from that, man, I just think Ted, uh, so Richard Brooker does an awesome job and sits firmly at number two in my list of Jason Voorhees. So coming at number one, the absolute best portrayal of Jason Voorhees ever. This will never be topped. And I really wanted Derek Mears to top it. I really, I went into that 2009 remake thinking this could be it. This could be the one. This could be the time that someone dethrones Ted White. So yeah, coming at number, coming at number one, Ted White. Friday the 13th, part four, the final chapter. And I went into that movie, as I say, just thinking, man, maybe, maybe he's going to dethrone him. And he came nowhere close. And uh, you could say, oh, well, it's nostalgia, this is that. Ted White only played Jason for one movie, man. And the fourth movie out of 12. So there was like eight movies. I've got my math is terrible. But there was eight movies after this where people could have topped Ted White's portrayal. And they don't even come close. Like, it can't be anything else. Ted White is number one for me. Always has been since I watched Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter for the first time, and he will never, ever, ever be beaten, in my opinion. He is easily the most terrifying, the most realistic, the most brutal Jason of them all. Now, I've gone into this in great length in my Friday the 13th Part 4 review, so if you haven't checked that out already, go and check it out. It's like one of the first 10 episodes, I think, that we did on the on the podcast. So just scroll down, check out that episode. Um, I basically think Friday the 13th Part 4 is the perfect slasher movie. It's probably the best slasher movie that has ever been made, in my opinion. Um, top two, probably top two or three. Maybe it's up there with the original Halloween. It's up there with Dream Warriors. It's up there with all of those incredible movies. It's up there with The Burning. It's up there with the best slashers of all time. And uh, yeah, this movie is just perfection for me. And the, the portrayal of Jason just tops it off. Tom Savini, incredible job with the fx incredible job with the look of jason um this is the definitive jason because tom savini he created the original jason the child jason the ari lehman version and as i say in i say it in the part four review but um he wanted this to look like an adult version of the character he created all of them years ago uh and yeah for me this is the official look and it came out it came at a great time, you know, part four, the final chapter. It was just the perfect culmination of all of the Jasons that we've seen so far put together. And basically, you know, Ted White took everything that Richard Brooker did and completely made his own spin on it, cranked that up to 12 and uh, did everything on an even bigger scale and just did an awesome job. Um, now, one thing I always say uh, I would really like, and I was actually watching a documentary a couple of weeks ago um, with Corey Feldman, and uh, he wants to do a H2O kind of thing with this movie, where he plays adult Tom uh, Tommy Jarvis, and you know we get we obviously we can't get Ted White back. That's the problem. But maybe. Derek Mears could do it? I don't know. I, I don't know. Probably not, actually. No, it wouldn't work at all, would it? Um, but, you know, and Ted White's probably 
you know, bless him, he, he couldn't, you know, don the mask one more time. But <laughs> the guy's like, I think he must be in his like nineties. I'm sure he's. I, pretty sure he's still alive i mean he's he's really must be quite old i mean he was quite old when he portrayed jason he was an oldish guy then but um yeah i mean i think it would be awesome if we could get the h2o treatment for this movie well it wouldn't be h2o it would be like h f3o or whatever you know it would be it would be a long time in the future but i just think that would be really cool a cool concept that could happen. It could easily write it somewhere along the line. Uh, but yeah, I just think Ted White, for me, is the best Jason of all time. He will It will never be topped, in my opinion. And yeah, I can see why... Again, I can see why people like Kane Hodder. I can see why people would put him up there. But no, for me, this is the greatest Jason Voorhees of all time. Uh, and will never, ever be topped. So... That is my list of every single Jason Voorhees ranked. So let's just sum up. Let's go through this. Let's bang them out. Coming in at number eight, we had Warrington Gillette from Friday the 13th Part 2. Number seven, Ken Kersinger from Freddy Ver... Sorry, what am I saying? God, I'm all over the place with my numbers. I can tell it's late. Number two. Number eight, Warrington Gillette from Friday the 13th Part 2. That's where I went wrong. Number seven, Ken Kersinger from Freddy vs. Jason. Number six, Tom Morga, played Jason slash Roy Burns, Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. Number five, Derek Mears from the 2009 Friday the 13th Remake. Number four, Kane Hodder from Friday Part 7, 8, Jason Goes to Hell and Jason X. Number three, C.J. Graham from Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Number two, Richard Brooker from Friday the 13th Part 3. And number one, The Goat, the greatest of all time, Ted White from Friday the 13th Part 4, The Final Chapter. So, that wraps up this episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed our Friday the 13th special. Um, You know, it's something I've wanted to do for a little while. In fact, I think I mentioned this in the friday part four review that this is something that i was thinking about doing so i hope you all enjoyed it i had a lot of fun a lot of fun running through all these jasons and as i say just to really put that point across i don't think any of these jasons are bad i think they all serve their purpose and mark their place in the horror history books even you know gillette who was number part two he was at the last and ken kersinger although they're not my favorites they, you know, are pretty good. Good movies. Great movies to watch. And same, you know, Kane Hodder. You know, it's one of those awesome Jason, but unfortunately for me, bad movies. But yeah, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, it's been super fun to run through them all uh, and talk about all of these awesome actors who have portrayed this character that we all know and love. I just think it's brilliant. Um, coming up next week on the show, everyone, we are going to be doing Child's Play 2 as I teased earlier on in the show, that's definitely coming next week. The week after that, we've got The Burning, 100% that's coming, 1981 slasher classic The Burning. And then after that, it's Christmas! And we're going to be doing Christmas movies, well, Christmas horror movies. I don't know what order we're going to do them in, but I can guarantee you we're going to do Krampus. Black Christmas, the original. We're going to do Christmas Evil. We're going to do Silent Night, Deadly Night over four weeks leading up to Christmas 
in December. Those four movies. So that's pretty much the next six weeks of episodes all lined up coming your way. Um, make sure to give us a like on Facebook if you haven't done so already. Slash a street podcast on Facebook. And again, if you're listening to us on iTunes, I would really, 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 really appreciate if you could leave a rating. And even better if you have time to leave a review. I'd love to see you guys feedback on the show. Um, we're really getting quite a good number of listeners now uh, and I really do appreciate it. So if you have time, please do hit that five-star button. Leave us a review. I would really, really appreciate it. Uh, And yeah, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode. Uh, I hope you've all had an awesome time. Have an awesome week, everyone. Have a great Friday the 13th, whatever you're doing. It's kind of weird because Halloween was only like two weeks ago and now it's Friday the 13th. So in any other year, how awesome would this have been? But it's a fucking COVID year. And Halloween was on a Saturday night. Piss take. How annoying. Uh, so anyway, we'll be watching a Friday movie. No doubt about it on Friday. I hope you guys have fun. And uh, yeah, I'll see you all next week. Have an awesome week. Stay safe. And remember, there's only one thing left to do. And that is to stay scared. <laughs> Eyes are deceiving me. What you see is real. What's done is done, and what I've done is right. It's the work of science. Yeah.